and welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. Title of this episode is Renew, Remain, Acknowledge, and Ask. A lot of the material for this week's episode was inspired by Craig Rochelle's book, The Power to Change, Mastering the Habits that Matter Most. Note, I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. I am not a counselor or physician. If you need help with mental health challenges, please find a qualified mental health professional. Title of this episode is Renew, Remain, Acknowledge, and Ask. In the past episode, we talked about it's all you. We're going through the idea that willpower doesn't work, but God's power does, and it's available, accessible, active, and abundant. So that was in last episode. So in in this section, Craig Rochelle opens by telling another story uh, about an old house that he and his wife Amy lived in early in their marriage. And this house was built in 1910, so it was rather old. Um, And he he tells this story about uh, his den and just this small living area that had a couch, a lamp, and just a little TV. And one night they tried to turn on the lamp and it wouldn't come on. And they tested the TV, you know, and and nothing else was working either. Uh, and so thinking that it might be a fuse that had blown, uh, Craig had told his wife, Amy, that he would try to fix it. And he goes into detail saying that fixing things or being handy around the house is not his strength, um, quite the opposite. And so, you know, he makes this jo- joke about it might just be a fuse. So while he was trying to work on it, what they did in the meantime, so they would have power in this this living area, was they brought in extension cords that they would plug in in another room and kind of drag them like throughout part of the house, through their dining area, into the den, so they would have power in this area. And so, you know, these cords, he said they created an eyesore so they were just something you had to look at that were ugly that you would trip over and they they lived like this for three years uh with no power in this living area and one day as they were getting ready to move out uh they found this light switch that they hadn't seen before and so i think you know craig started to put ideas together and go you know i wonder what this light switch does and he flips the switch and um, he goes and, of course, he had to disconnect the extension cords and reconnect them in this living area. And what he discovered was that they had had power all along. It was just this light switch that they didn't know about that would turn those outlets off in that room. Comment was that for three years they had had power. They just didn't know how to access that power. He says in the book, he said, this is also a fairly solid description of my early years of following Jesus. I needed God's power. It was available to me, but I didn't know how to access it, how to live in it, how to walk by the spirit. And so this this section or this introduction is kind of setting up this section of the book, um, saying that he didn't really know how to access the power that's available through the Holy Spirit. And so it says, whoever it is that you want to become 
or stop being whatever it is that you want to do or stop doing you will need more than willpower you will need god's power so god can give you the power to love someone who is difficult to love serve when you'd rather be served give when it's scary to give study when you'd rather play spend time with your child when you would rather relax so he goes on to say how do you rely on God's power rather than willpower to overcome the temptation to do wrong? Uh, he asked the question, how do you walk in the spirit in these moments? Right. He says, here are the four words I introduced to you at the end of the last chapter. Renew, remain, acknowledge, and ask. He says there are two for before the moment and two for in the moment. So the first one is renew. And Craig Rochelle again tells a story about a time in college when he decided he wanted to live for Jesus. And he struggled with this decision because he didn't want to give up sex. He realizing how difficult this would be, he knew he needed God's power. He felt led to give up dating for an extended period. Uh, and this time would serve as a point of renewing his way of thinking about women and relationships. All right. In Romans 12, one through two, it says to walk in the spirit in God's power. We need to renew our minds. Therefore. Oh, this is a quote from the book. Let me clarify that. So to walk in the spirit. In God's power, we need to renew our minds. And then here's Romans 12, 1 through 2. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. All right, he continues and he says, the key to living out God's good, pleasing, and perfect will is being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Uh, when we allow God to change the way we think, it will change the way we act. How we respond to opportunities and temptations, how we treat people, it will change everything. This takes us full circle back to uh, who before do uh, you do what you do because of what you think of you you renew your mind by consistently reading the bible and your success depends on your commitment another way to renew our minds is by memorizing scripture and this can be done by using index cards or maybe a bible memorization apps uh, a third way to renew your mind is to listen to good bible teaching uh, become part of a church faithfully preaching the Bible or by listening to great teaching online or both. So that is renew. Uh, so that's one of these ideas that he was talking about to prepare us before the moment that we get to. Uh, the second part is remain. Well, it looks like this is from John 15, 4 through 5 in the NLT. It says, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me yes i am the vine you are the branches those who remain in me and i am them 
will produce much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing so if we look at this what it's saying here at the end of this apart from me you can do nothing you know this really ties in to these ideas of acknowledging that i can't but god can and if we really bring this into the practical everyday of the changes that we're trying to make the the positive uh, changes to our brain health that we're working on. Uh, we really can see full circle, like how we get to our goal. It's not through our own strength or our own willpower. We're learning that our willpower is very limited and will run out and fail us. But God's power won't, and His power is is easily accessible if we understand how to tap into His power. So. Uh, it says, when we remain in Jesus, God's power will be evident in our life. In the book, he talks about, he says, all of these verses that we've been looking at uh, contain the same words we have uh, we have translated in John 15, 4 as remain. So the word that gets translated to is meno, like M-E-N-O, uh, and that is for remain. And so there's a series of verses here that all use that, and I'll read those uh, here. It says, Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house, Luke 1, uh, 56, NKJV. And then for two whole years, Paul stayed there in his town, rent in his own, excuse me, he stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him, Acts 2830. And then when Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. This is Luke 8. I believe that's supposed to be 27. And I put 277. So uh, then stay there eating and drinking whatever you whatever they give you. For the worker deserves his wages. Do not move from house to house. Luke 10, 7. I said there are other verses where the word mino is translated stay. So uh, those previous verses were as mino was translated as remain. And there are other verses where it's translated as stay. Uh, for example, they said rabbi, which... Uh, rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? John 138. And then Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon, Acts 943. Uh, third, it says, Erastus stayed in Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. And it says, second Tim that was Second Timothy 420. It says in these verses, Jesus is inviting us to make him our home and stay in him. It says if you remain in Jesus before the moment, you will be ready with God's power in the moment. So there's two parts to this. We're going to be uh, con you know, consistently seeking God, um, preparing before the moment so that when the moment happens, we are ready. We're prepared. So the renew and remain, the two R's is what he refers it to, at, re, refers to them as, uh, is before the moment. So now we're going to look at in the moment 
these two words. And the first one is acknowledge. And it says a time will come when you can start the habit you've decided to start. Or maybe you will be tempted to do something you don't want to do. In that moment, you'll hear a voice, not necessarily an audible voice. Uh, it will be cheering you on. It might say, you've got this. It's all you. And Craig Rochelle says we have to ignore this voice because this voice is from our flesh or the human part of us. It says, uh, ignore that voice and acknowledge that you don't have the power you need. Say with Paul, I want to do what is right, but I can't. And that's from Romans 7:18 NLT. And with Jesus, uh, who said, apart from Jesus, I can do nothing. And it says this is personalizing. John 15, 5. That is acknowledge. And then he goes on to talk about, you know, the 12-step program that is uh, associated with Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, and he says in step one of that program, we admit we were powerless over sin, that our lives had become unmanageable. And then at step two of that program, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Uh, and then he goes on to say, in telling a story about quitting drinking during college, Craig says, I couldn't do I couldn't do what I needed to do, but then I could. I quit drinking. I could when I admitted I couldn't. So he could when he admitted he couldn't. There was that acknowledgement. And he said, I had what it took when I could no longer deny that I did not have what it took. So uh, it's a mouthful, but uh, it was at this point when he admitted he needed help, that he needed God's power, that he was able to make progress. And then the last one is ask. And in this part, he's talking over James chapter four. He starts out in James one that says he's talking about the desires that battle within you. And James writes, you desire, but you do not have. Uh, you cannot get what you want. Uh, so that's, I think, verse one and verse two there. And then it says, uh, so what is a real problem? James continues, you do not have because you do not ask God from verse two. It says, so ask. James chapter one says you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Uh, and he says that's from verse five. Uh, and then we see we know we need a power greater than ourselves to make positive changes successfully. And God is generous and loves to give good gifts to his children. Matthew 7, 9 through 11. Uh, we must first acknowledge, though, we must say, God, I know I can't, but you can. And then we say, God, I know you have the power I need and you generously give to your children. God, I'm asking for your power in this moment something we might say in the moment when we're struggling with something we need help before the moment we're going to renew and remain and then in the moment we're going to acknowledge and ask uh, our god loves it when we come to him so the point is ask him ask him for his help tell him you need him acknowledge that you don't have what it takes to do what you're trying to do all right so we have an exercise uh, from the book, and it says, use the four words in this chapter as a guide for prayer and complete these sentences. Father, I pray today you would renew my mind to help me do blank. 
So whatever you're trying to do. And then, Father, help me to remain in you today as or when I blank. Okay. And then third, Father, today I acknowledge my weakness and your power. I know I am weak, but you are strong in and fill in the blank. And then, Father, today I recognize your great love for me and how you desire to give me good gifts. So I ask you to blank. So there, there's this exercise um, and that you can use it as much as you need it. Uh, but it, I think it's a good practice to help us get in the rhythm of seeking God's power. So we have a principle for this section. It says, if you renew and remain before the moment, and if you acknowledge and ask in the moment, you will have God's power to walk by the Spirit. Uh, then we have a scripture, John 15, 4 through 5 in the NLT. It says, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community/connect.